Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is high. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. Watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at-bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field. It's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at-bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. The destination for Boston sports fans. 93.7 WEIFM and HD1. Lawrence, Boston, and Odyssey Station. This has been a presentation of Odyssey Sports. For even more coverage of your team, download the free Odyssey app and listen to your favorite stations, shows, and podcasts. Time now for KJ and Don Darrow with KJ Carson and Mark Don Darrow on WEEI. WEEI. And streaming everywhere on the Odyssey app. The Dodger fans who are here, and there are many, come to their feet, hoping for the final out, and they get it. Swing and a miss on a breaking ball down and in. Verdugo strikes out. Phillips saves it. His 21st of the year, second save in the series. And the Dodgers take two out of three here at Fenway Park this weekend. A very entertaining weekend of baseball. A triumphant return for Mookie Betts. who had three more hits today, including... A long two-run homer in the sixth inning, which was a big part of this Dodger victory. Final score, Los Angeles 7 and Boston 4. A special edition of KJ and Don Darrow. Good Sunday to you, and welcome to WEEI. Mark, I, I, first I want to say hello to you, and then, I have, and then I have a question for you. It's kind of food-related. Yes. So, you ever hear the question... How do you like your bacon, right? Some people like it crispy. Yeah. Other people like it a little under crispy. How do you like yours? Do you like yours like right in the middle? Like they give those numbers five, like somewhere like there? I don't like bacon. You don't like bacon? I don't like bacon. Wow. I like sausage. Okay, understandable. But the thing is, this bacon is nearly burnt for the Red Sox. Yeah. It, it's now above that little five number where most people choose like how they like it in the middle. This is starting to have a little bit of charred taste to it. And while the good news is that the Jimmy Fun Telethon start and the Radiothon starts Tuesday, we may be able to raise, raise up to $4 million as the bacon is being burnt this week. Mm-hmm. Is it, are, are we done? Is, 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 the, is the team done? Can't After do this I Houston the, series? I think the team's done. Um, and it's not because. It's not because I don't have respect for the team and the effort of the team. I just think the task is too tall. I mean, based on the way that they have played this year, and we sort of talked about this on the pregame show that I was doing, how do they find a way to be special enough 
to get it done down the stretch of this season. I, I don't see how they're going to do it. I mean, I'm not giving up on them. Right. I'm not, I'm not disgusted by them. I'm just saying, based on what we've seen in the trends and the schedule and the teams on it, it's going to really be tough for them to, to find a way to put it together, especially with, you know, multiple teams in front of them in the wild card. And, you know, you got Masataka Yoshida who could be breaking down at this point. It's right. just, it's a lot to do. De- the pitching has been up and down. The lineup, even though they're gritty and they fight, and they've just been too up and down. And I just don't see, based on what's in front of them, how they're going to find a way to be special enough to find a way into the postseason. I just can't put it together. So as a result, the answer to me is yes, they're done. So for those who are holding on to hope like a Wilson Phillips song, right? I, you say, okay, the Red Sox at one point this season did win eight in a row. Against the team, one, Toronto, which is in the mix for this wild card, and Cleveland, who, as bad as Cleveland has been, are not really that far out of the woods in terms of what's going on in the horrible AL Central. So technically, they made their run of winning eight straight against Cleveland, Toronto, and a couple of games against the Phillies, who are leading the wild card in the National League. My concern is, with five being five games back, and the juggernaut that's going on with Texas, Seattle, and Houston right now, which is re- it's going to be like literally a battle royal the last eight or ten games because they play each other for the finals of the season mm-hmm. in the, in their division. So you're hoping that falls apart, and there's this hope. You say, could the Red Sox potentially go on a eight out of ten run? Do they have do they have the talent to do that at this point in the season? where when you did get the eight games in a row, it was back at the end of April. Like, I just don't know if either A, there's enough gas in the tank, or B, enough of a combination of the schedule. Maybe, and you even heard Sean McDonough mention it on the the broadcast, if they sweep Houston. (laughs) Show me the vacuum cleaner for that, because that's got to be the most magnanimous task of the season. And then if you can get to Kansas City, and then you get to the Kansas City series, and if you reel off six straight, we're having a totally different conversation in a week and a half, but we're talking about a team that would have to win probably seven, eight games in a row again like they did early in the season. I just don't see the makeup there. Well, like you said, if they win, let's say the best-case scenario unfolds and they sweep Houston and then sweep Kansas City and they're four and a half back now and they get to two. Okay, so that you had to have two really impressive sweeps just to make up two and a half games, theoretically. Right. You're right. Then they'd have to essentially do it again, get help, keep it all together. Chris Sale would need to continue to perform. They would need guys to play above what they're capable of playing. It's just a lot. It's just a lot based on what's in front of you, the multiple teams, and the schedule. I'm not closing the door on it, but I do think that it is a tall task. And I can't, if you're asking me to predict or give you my take, I'm, I'm not going to say they're going to be able to do it. It just feels too much. It, it feels too tall. Yeah, 30 games left, right? And if, if we're sitting it's a lot saying, of games. It's not like there's a few games left. That's a, yeah, but, a lot but of games. winning eight in a row out of 30, that's such a that's, – that's like almost winning 33% of your games in a row. And and that I – can't, I can't see it. I mean, it's not impossible – this may be a tape that's saved for the analogs of years to go by. Like, remember those guys thought it was all over and said they were burnt like bacon and they won on like a 10 game in a row. Great. It would 
it would bode perfect for this team going into the playoffs if they can do it. But it's an it's a crazy gauntlet with Houston and Kansas City, then Tampa, then Baltimore, then the Yankees in town for four games, then at Toronto for three, then at Texas for three. Like you're literally walking into the playoff buzzsaw minus Kansas City, and that's it. So, and I, it's funny because Nesson just had a stat up there. Red Sox against teams. Do you want to take a guess what the Red Sox record is against teams with a 500 or better record this year? Take a oh, guess. It's, it's probably got to be in the low 400s percentage-wise. They're 36 and 36. So okay, I, I so thought I was actually surprised because they had been good against teams with a, win, a winning record. That's been the yeah. narrative that's been out there. Yeah, and actually, the they're, sweep, right? So yeah. they're, they're actually, in reality, average against teams with a winning record. Right. 500 is average. So... That you know that hurts because that it feels like that slowly kind of come back to earth. We all we know they've struggled a little bit against some of the teams that don't have the winning record, and now it's all catching up to them. And it's just you know the the, the it's just a really tough stretch of the schedule to get behind. And, and when you have those types of teams in front of you and those types of games, it, it just makes it hard for me to say, hey, yeah, it's going to really work out. All right, KJ and Don Darrow, 617-779-7937. Text line 37937. We get to your comments next here on WEEI. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You're listening to KJ and Don Darrow on Boston Sports Original. WEEI. If you hold on for one more day, Sox fans may might win eight in a row. This is Wilson Phillips. <laughs> yeah. Cage, no, it's actually KJ and Don Darrow. A little of our softer side. If it, it, things are good, hold on for one more day. 617-779-7937. Text line 37937. Let's go to Ralph and Cranston. Thank you so much for calling KJ and Don Darrow. You're on the air. Hey, guys. Mark, hey, I agree with your assessment. Look, this was a reality check. And you've seen that this team... No, it's not a terrible team, and, and they they go on some little hitting runs and stuff like that. But to me, this was a game that that reassesses the whole thing. And I'm right now saying, well, what can we do in the off season to bring it? Like, can they do anything? I mean, this this team's going nowhere, and I don't think it's going to make the playoffs. I just don't think it's that good. And from what we're hearing, they have the worst schedule, the worst remaining schedule, toughest one. So I just think this was a reality check. And I think anyone who thinks that, wow, you know, we can do something this year, it's foolish. And, Mark, we discussed this yesterday. I just hope they do the things, um, especially financially, that it takes to bring in the type of player that they really need, you know. And and I don't know if they're going to do that in the offseason with Boom. But anyone who thinks that this team is going to be anything other than let's win a few games here and there the rest of the way, I think we're fooling, we're fooling ourselves by, by doing that. It was a reality check, and, you know, that's what it is. Uh, I don't have any faith that this team will make the playoffs. Thanks for the call. Thanks, Ralph. Listen, here's the thing. The, the Red Sox, and I've been thinking big picture macro view of this whole thing, you cannot 
see the the New York Mets this year, okay? You can't just be a team that goes out and spends big. That's not good enough. Now, we all talk about the spending and getting the stars and the big market and the bottomless pockets and all that. Well, well there are pieces in place, right? You would have to say that Cassis and Yoshida have been have paid off for what you whatever you want to do long term. Right? Yeah, so, they, right. Listen, you need the analytics and the different things, the, the numbers and some of these guys, these diamonds in the rough that I guess, I don't know, the nerds want to find or whoever that is that represents those that faction of baseball executives. Mm. Those those players are important. You need to be able to build a team because Shohei Otani and Mike Trout have had no playoff success. The Washington Nationals let Bryce, Walker, uh, Bryce Harper walk and won the World Series. You need to be able to find guys that help you build a team. But you also need the thump. You need the stars. So the bottom line is, and the theme of this whole... the, the so maybe that's why the story, Mookie coming back hurts a little more? The moral of the story is the Boston Red Sox should never be in a position to not spend money. You shouldn't just be relying on being a big spender, okay? You need to do more than just that, like what Theo Epstein used to do. He was a great... He was great at marrying the but analytics he, to the big spending. But he's not here. He's not right? here. So I'm, and, and this is what I'm saying. Some of those teams that have the stars have the stars. But it's not just about the stars. It's not good enough just to have the stars. So don't talk to me about just spending big. You need some of the skills and the strengths of High and Bloom. You need to do that. You don't need you to know? have that. But Things you also change. need the willingness to Things spend go your way. And to, and to, and to ap- actually go out and get the stars and get guys. When you trade a Mookie Betts, you can't try to replace him with re-signing uh, Travis Shaw and Jackie Bradley if Jr. If you hold on Stop for it. one more day. I don't want to hear that. Things, things will go your way. Hold on for one more day. It's just it's not good enough. You have to supplement... I, again, I respect High and Bloom's abilities, and I do think he offers strengths that could be useful to what the Red Sox are trying to build. You just have to also be willing to go out and be aggressive. Have that Dombrowski in you, too. Use your strengths to get the analytics up to par and get the guys in here that can create the you team. You don't think the numbers have gotten worse, do you? Like, the analytics are the analytics, right? Like, I don't think you suddenly get bad at looking at numbers if that's what you look at. I think you get bad if you can't match the ground with the numbers, right? And if you're not matching the great, like here's the like I think what we saw this weekend, yeah, is that all the talk of Mookie costing too much, that it would be different if you saw Mookie Betts kind of trudging in, playing one maybe a one and a half out of three games this weekend, hitting seventh, struggling at two thirty five, then yeah, you'd feel good about it. The guy had his hand on every single thing, and now that thirty million is super cheap in the game of baseball. And I think that's part of it where you say, okay, at what point do the numbers get in the way of saying this is a ball player, this is someone, think about it, he plays two positions that are big question marks for this team. Right field, I don't know if you really think that Verdugo's the future, and second base. So literally this guy's playing the two positions that you still can't even fill since the guy's been gone or since Pedroia's left the game. Verdugo's been pretty good this year. Pretty good in right. Yeah, is that good. what you traded for? Like, no, because, because what we're really doing is trying to speed up the, you know, like it's like speeding up the bad car with the bad carburetor on the interstate. Yeah, eventually you'll get to 60 miles an hour. It might just take you five miles to do it. So, and I think, yeah. I, I was just going to say and interject, I'm sorry, but when I, when I look at the Red Sox, okay, 
I look at Justin Turner, who's been great this year. He's had a better year right. than I ever he's imagined. Been, he's been better than what they pay for. So, so you got rid or you let J.D. Martinez go. You bring in Justin Turner. That's how it's done. That's a good job. You let Xander Bogarts go. You bring in Adam Duvall and Masataka Yoshida. Those two guys approximate kind of what Bogarts, you know, that was a good way of, if you're going to let him go, replacing Xander Bogarts. When you let Mookie Betts go. Shortstop has been a disaster. Yes, yes, it has. But overall, that production, what Duvall has offered, what Yoshida has offered in terms of star power and and just thump in the lineup, he can approximate, those two can approximate what Bogarts did. When you let Betts go, there was none of that. You know, you brought in, it was nice that you brought in a Kyle Schwarber, and that was a good run in 2021. But there was none of that. There was, you didn't bring in guys, or, you know, because it's Mookie Betts, so you need more than just one guy. You're not you didn't bring him. in the next generational talent. No, or, 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 or one on the way. Or three guys who might be B-plus players right. to, get, to help you bridge that gap. None of that happened. There were no pitchers in the trade. It was Verdugo, who's nice, but he can't stack up to Mookie Betts. You needed to bring in that level of player, the Duvals, the Yoshidas, the Turners, uh, the Schwarbers, to help just replace bets. So it's okay yeah, if you that, want to get look rid at the of results, bets, but you look have at to. The res- look at the results you get when, you do, when you're trying to do all that. You're talking about a 500 team. Right. And were you, were, you, were, you weren't getting rid of a player on a 500 team at that time. But maybe, if, of the, but maybe you know. if they had done that, if they had taken that approach to replace Mookie and then continue to add the guys that they have now, you'd have three more really good players and first base and shortstop wouldn't have been a black hole the last year and a half. Yeah, KJ and Don Darrow, 617-779-7937, text line 37937. Patriots made a trade today. We'll tell you about that. It's very interesting. Next here on WEEI. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.